A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of From Dublin to Cleveland. I am your host, Logan Howard. Um, and I will waste no time in bringing on my my uh, my, my much better friend and um, compatriot, uh, Brendan Thomas Merritt. How is it going for you? <laughs> well, actually, things have been going terribly. You see, I thought when the lockdown began that I would give this whole social media craze that people have been ranting and raving for years to try well <laughs> a far cry from being a community full of loving supportive endearing like-minded youngsters i feel like i have found dante's several pits of hell <laughs> across <laughs> facebook posts Instagram posts and YouTube videos, even up to the more recent past. Hatred, sheer, unadulterated, bloodthirsty, hot, boiling hatred has found its way aimed at me, and I've been the poor, hapless victim of, of this. So I think it is only right and proper <laughs> that we dedicate this session to examining some of the most heinous feedback that we've received. <laughs> if you're in agreement, say aye. Aye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. <wh> All <laughs> right. So one video uh, which was about um, Judah's daughter, Dinah, marrying the Prince of Shechem. <laughs> A certain individual who just, I think he's unliked literally everything I've ever posted, replied, very weird video title. <laughs> Promptly followed by a, sorry man, you're up, your rocker. <laughs> it's okay, Jesus loves me. A few years ago, Ireland was debating whether or not abortion should be introduced uh, into our country, having always been a country that protected and loved children and mothers. <laughs> um, I was met with the word fascist, and that's something I'm not even going to respond or uh, repeat. <laughs> And another... <laughs> it doesn't even logically make and sense. Another... <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And on that, I think it was that same video. <laughs> it doesn't, but you know what? Sometimes you just have to like laugh at these people. Um, and another one, um, I was giving dream interpretations. <laughs> and I... I've been told that I've got expressive hands. Like, I move my hands a lot when I speak. It's why in these videos I usually keep my hands underneath the screen. <laughs> but someone clearly did not like what I said. So they wrote, But he did Illuminati hand signs like zillions of other puppets. 
I'm not okay. the Illuminati people. I'm not rich yeah. enough to be the Illuminati. This but brings that, up an important if that can question. Be arranged, let me know, it's, and I'll investigate. This brings it. up an important question. Do you know what Illuminati hand signs are? Do you have any idea? I don't. <laughs> but this person appears to. I wonder if okay, that, so there's been a bit of a Freudian slip there. They've been revealing more of themselves than me. The only thing I can think of is that you were making a lot Are of... Are you well-versed in the hand signals of the Illuminati? I just I just keep thinking that you were making a lot of, like, <laughs> pyramids. You know, your index finger and your thumbs, you were just making period. You were making pyramids the whole time. Which I do going, as oh, a matter oh. of course. <laughs> uh. <laughs> You're, like, making triple six in your hands. hands <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm okay today. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a comprehensive list. <laughs> I wouldn't I mean I wouldn't be surprised if like you know bullhorns, but I don't think I do that very often. No. Ah. Uh, our funny bread than the body of Christ, huh? Alright, another one I posted. <laughs> was a picture of a very curly, wavy-haired Jesus with a big happy smile on his face. <laughs> it says, happy birthday, Jesus. No wise man for this year, kid. <laughs> and someone responded seconds later, you stole that from my page. And I had. <laughs> <laughs> so then I unfriended them and blocked so it wasn't this wasn't their mean comment this was your mean comment (laughs) i'm trying to think of a really great quote that's designed to get people out of these situations give me a second um plagiarism is the highest form of flattery I steal people's memes all the time. Sometimes I make my own, but I'm very, very good at just stealing what other people have posted and be like, yes, share, give them no credit. I'm working on that, okay? I'm working on it. Yes, if you're a follower of the Blimey Cow all right, another... community, I did get in trouble for another... that at one point, where I was not giving credit to where I was borrowing them from. So I can I can confer that I do the same thing. <laughs> Who, who who got upset with you? Um, I'm not going to name any names, but I did. Someone did get upset with me about that. <laughs> Is that like a thing? Like, can you actually like steal a meme? Do you, you don't have to give like people credit, do you? Or do you? I looked it up. I googled it, and it's one of those. Uh. It's not really enforced legally, but you're technically supposed to. So I'm not really sure. Okay. I'm not really sure how it works. Huh. But interesting. Uh, if any of you in the audience have have any knowledge of this, please let us right, know and come on to our show. <laughs> and if any of you in the audience actually do meme regularly, let us know so we can also steal yours. <laughs> I do occasionally make my own. I do occasionally, but I'm very busy. 
<laughs> That's my excuse. <laughs> so you're you're caught stealing like you know a loaf of bread from a shop. It's like, well, you know, uh, I normally do pay, but uh, I'm very busy. I didn't have time to <laughs> bring my wallet. <laughs> All right, another one I posted shows on the left-hand side Kamala Harris and Joe Biden uh, with basically America burning in the background. Hashtag BLM, hashtag Antifa. And on the right-hand side, Donald Trump holding up the Bible uh, with a lovely, just, clean, fair society behind him while the masses were livid. One of them was, what an idiotic comparison. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just like pinched this from the news people. I didn't realize it was a t- taboo. I don't live in your country, okay? <laughs> um, spicy watermelon or something or other says, no, I'm choosing anarchism because X would have people, I do what I want. A little bit cheeky. I think that might have been like a, a an online confession to having set those buildings on fire. FBI, look up this watermelon. This is a watermelon that cannot be trusted. Everybody loves loves a dumpster <laughs> yes. fire. It's proven. It's proven. Everybody loves it. <laughs> apparently, apparently. <laughs> Another person said, "Yes." Because socialism, unlike capitalism, eradicates poverty, feeds the hungry, houses the homeless, provides adequate health care for the sick. <laughs> Friends, socialism removes inequality because it makes everybody equally poor. <laughs> I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but that's a historical fact. <laughs> Another person says, no way does capitalism give everyone equal chance. The fact that it has to explain to you is embarrassing. <laughs> capitalism is not about creating fairness, people. It's that everyone's on the same wavelength and you are gifted with the freedom and the ability to make wealth. It's not just given to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, another person <laughs> wrote... Fascist rhetoric from a fascist himself. <laughs> I, I'm like the least fascistic person I know, but sure, that's what they all say, I suppose. Uh, let's see. What are the good ones have I got? <laughs> and then I posted one of, I don't know, some guy having a really bad hair day. <laughs> And the caption was, 2020 has been tough on all of us. (laughs) From Michelle Obama. (laughs) My salvation was called into question by a fellow sister in Christ over that one. (laughs) I missed the days when you only posted well-meaning words of encouragement. But now you're... Mixing your faith with your politics. <laughs> then there was one of picking up a bottle of Listerine. <laughs> and on their label, they say Listerine, stay white. And the caption read, 
every other company, Black Lives Matter, and then there's history. (laughs) 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 And one from the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring, Saruman says, Against the power of the Democrats, there can be no victory. We must join with the disintegrationists. And Gandalf says, Tell me, friend, when did the Western world abandon reason for madness? <laughs> this was a Brendan Thomas Smart original, but someone wrote underneath, <laughs> You think Gandalf would be in my cat? <laughs> Oh, goodness. Oh, brother. These people. See, then I posted one. I think this was also an original one. Absolutely. Saying that 45 won and that there is no 46. Y'all know what I mean, and I stand by that. I love that I'm like more patriotic than the American on the channel. <laughs> <laughs> and someone wrote. Sorry, I spoke to God, and this was his plan. You're speaking of the devil, it seems. Shame on you. And then another one says, literal insane ravings. Not metaphorical insane ravings. Literal insane ravings. The word of madness. But without the coil, just a loo part, I don't even know what that means. So it's just awkward and dumb. We'll see who's awkward and dumb and been speaking with the devil when the <laughs> exposure comes, people. We'll see. We'll see. How is it that in two episodes we've that become got a no political hate, channel? But it's just so true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when the truth comes out, you heard it here first, people. <laughs> Then I've got one of a girl with a real snout in her face, like, oh, you're beneath me. And the caption is, somewhere right now, there's a hater looking at your posts like this. (laughs) (laughs) We probably have some viewers with looks like that on their face, too. (laughs) Um, Okay, then someone who I thought was called Ronald Reagan, but apparently I've mispronounced his name. Called me an incel. What did you say that what it meant again? Incel basically means that you'll net your uh, a life of celibacy, and um, it's like an internet group or something like that. So it's it's derogat it's derogatory term that you basically aren't ever like uh in uh get married or anything like that. So. That's basically what he's implying. Ah, okay. Ah, that would make sense, because he then posted another video. You are main a virgin forever. <laughs> it feels like a bro. It feels like it. <laughs> uh, we can praise the Lord anyway. <laughs> we can praise the Lord anyway. And then some of our earliest videos in the podcast got some... Uh, you know, what are you guys doing with your lives? You know, this just seems satanic or that's <laughs> like exaggeration. And of course, those all came from Calvinists, so we can disregard whatever they say. 
All right, man, that's all for me. I'll, I'll end it there before I permanently offend anybody else or start getting messages saying, oh, you're such a windbag. You deserve to be hated online. Uh, do you have any shocking moments where you were flagrantly scorned and bullwhipped? I'm, I'm going to stick with one. There was another one, but it, it just... It, I just was swore at a lot. So I don't think anybody needs to hear about Logan being swore at a lot. But what I will say was, was rather was hilarious. Like deep, deep because, yes, yes. Um, I, uh, I went to, or I, wor- I used to work at a grocery store. And when you, for those of you who work in retail, you know like how chaotic that can be. Um, so one day I was, I was scanning out this, this gentleman who was towards the end of the day. And, um, I put all the stuff in his bag, you know, everything. So he goes to put his card in the machine and his card is declined. So I was just like, Hey, your card didn't go through. I'm not sure if you want to try it again, or if you want to try a different card, but it declined it in that, that tone of voice. Okay. I was not being loud. I was not being boisterous or anything. So he huffs and puffs. He puts a new card in and then he looks me right in the eye and goes, you shouldn't say stuff like that. You shouldn't be that loud or like embarrass me in front of all these other people by like telling everyone that my card didn't work. And I looked at him and I was like, I didn't. And he was like, yeah, you did. You made everybody knows now. And I'm like, they know now because you're being loud. Um, (laughs) And he, he was like, so who's your manager? And this is the one time that I've always that I've always waited for it. The one moment where I could pull out because I I was the manager. This was my chance to pull it out. So I looked at him and I said, "You're looking at him." <laughs> and he went, "Oh!" And then stormed out of the place. <laughs> so he got his stuff though. So I guess that was that was good for him. I think I saw him the next week, and he didn't have any problem with me that week. So yeah, people are fun. <laughs> Um, so transitioning a little bit, a little bit, but not really transitioning because now we're going to move into my personal favorite segment, which is the dandruff segment, which of course, for those of you who don't remember, or this is your first episode listening to, um, is things that make us scratch our head. So this is sort of our pet peeves, our issues that we have with society as a whole. Or maybe just silly things that annoy us. Um, so I'm going to uh, I'm going to turn it over to Brendan first. I'm going to let Brendan go first. Uh, by the way, the last time we did this, I won the votes on the community poll. Um, I believe it was 12 to 10 or something like that. But I won, so that's what's important. So now we're one and one. He he got trivia. I got I got the uh, the dandruff. So we'll see if I can, one of us is going to pull ahead here. So. Um, Anyway, Brendan, uh, give us your offering for what is your dandruff of the week? <laughs> well, this time I know I've got a sure winner. This, friends, is a roll of toilet paper. When you go to the bathroom and you wish to use it, for goodness sakes, you have two options. There is the fringe and there is the mullet. If you're in any way educated, for goodness sakes, put it in the toilet roll holder like a fringe. See? It covers your hair. It does not go back like this like a mullet. It covers this. And it does this 
you do not deserve your Bachelor of Arts degree, your Master's, your PhD, or a job. Fringe, not mullet. Not mullet. Fringe, deal with this. Boom. Done. <laughs> for, those, for those of you who, who didn't get to see that amazing um, video display, um, basically he was doing... It needs to be over. Check it out on YouTube. It will be there. (laughs) Toilet paper over, toilet paper under. Yes. We will have a link to the YouTube page. So if you need to let, just, you know, send us an email, we'll send you the YouTube version and and we'll get you hooked up. But yes, that, that was pure gold because it was over. Oh, that was good. Um, I don't know if I can top that, but, um, I had, I had an option that I was going to go with. Um, I got two actually. So. Um, let's go, let's go with a good dice roll here. Let's see. Evens one odds the other. Okay. Evens. All right. We're going to go for it. All right. So, (laughs) um, you know, when you go to a grocery store, okay, you go to the grocery Mm -hmm. store, you're having a good time. You've got to get your stuff. Um, but unfortunately you went on a Tuesday and I don't know if this is, this translates everywhere, but Tuesday apparently in my area of the woods is senior citizens, old people day. And one of the most annoying things happens every time you go to a grocery store. And that is those people. Sometimes they're old people. Sometimes they're not old people. They like to block the whole aisle and move as slowly as absolutely humanly possible through the aisle. So let's say, you're, you need to get toothpaste. Okay, let's say you need to get toothpaste. Toothpaste is down the toothpaste aisle. And there are three people down the toothpaste aisle. What do you do? Do you A, say, excuse me, and try and fight your, the crowds like there's three people trying to dodge them all because you know Walmart's aisles are not big enough for you to fit through more than one person and their cart. So you know this. So do you A, just say excuse me all the way through? Do you B, just wait for everyone to leave, which – it's usually the option that I, I like. Do you see just start making laps around? You just keep going around to a different aisle, hoping that maybe, just maybe, the toothpaste is not down there. Maybe somebody left the toothpaste down, say, the lipstick aisle, and you can just pick your toothpaste from there and not have to go down the toothpaste aisle. Um, but either way, these people are not moving. Um, so you just sit there, wait, 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 burn what feels like a total of like hours of your life away waiting for them to move so you can finally get the item that you want. Um, and then, then it's even worse. You're trying to get out of the store. Okay. And, but there's like seven of them. And for some reason they don't understand the concept of getting into one single file line so that people can pass on the left side, like normal driving would be. No, they don't understand this. They all try and push their way through. Everyone's trying to pass another person. And so you have to like slow down and wait before you can follow them out of the building. It's the most excruciating, annoying thing. And I can honestly say um, it's more annoying than the toilet paper thing. It just is because it happens every Tuesday if you go on Tuesday. <laughs> and, you know, I could fix it by not going Tuesdays, but it's not my you choice that it happens on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday. You use the toilet every day. <laughs> I write my game. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, that is our uh, our comedy for this week. 
Um, I will turn it over to Brendan, and uh, he can he will be giving us the passage of scripture Amen. that we'll be reading uh, today, or this afternoon, or evening, or whenever you're listening to this. Hmm. All right, guys. Now I'm sure that some of you have been having an absolute conniption that we have gone two videos without referencing the Book of Proverbs. Have we gone off the rails? I hear you ask. Sam, one week. Isaiah, the week after, what is happening? Well, I am here to inject some normalcy, as well as common sense ground toilet paper back in your day. <laughs> this is from Proverbs 30, 24 to 28. Proverbs 30, 24 to 28. Usually people associate Proverbs with the Book of Solomon. However, this proverb actually comes from Hager Benyaka. Um, he was a prophet or an oracle of the Lord. It says, <clears throat> There are four small creatures, wisest of the wise they are. Ants, frail as they are, get plenty of food for the winter. Marmots, some say rock badger. Hmm. Vulnerable as they are, manage to arrange for rock-solid homes. Locusts, Leaderless insects, yet they strip the field like an army regiment. Lizards, easy enough to catch, apparently, but they sneak past vigilant palace guards. Agar was very concerned with destiny and purpose. And so he looked to these four creatures, in which he saw what I believe are metaphors for things that we have to keep in mind, consider and overcome as we pursue our purpose. Ants, they're very weak, but very durable. They store up for winter. What I would say, guys, is consider Benjamin, the son of Jacob, also known as Israel. Israel prophesied over Benjamin and said, Benjamin is a wolf. He devours in the morning, and he reaps the spoils in the evening. In your youth, in your younger and more formative years, devour the evil in your life. Whether it's pornography, addiction, a bad attitude, negativity, stomp it out. And in, in the later years of your life, you'll get practical and spiritual rewards for that. And just like ants, store up good seed, good Bible verses, hope, good friends, good resources. And when the winter season of your life comes, and hello people, seasons always come. The natural order of things is the same as supernatural. You're going to enter a winter season sooner or later. We'll let the good seed you have stored up get you through those winter seasons. With the marmots, the rock badgers, they're vulnerable. But they are perfectly contentedly at home, even in the most inhospitable environments, in the harshest of terrain. You know, Jesus wasn't having a good time at the cross, people. Joseph didn't enjoy being in jail for raping a woman he never even touched. Um, I imagine Noah had a less than idyllic time in the ark with his nearest and dearest. I'm sure there were hot tempers. But even in the midst of all those troubles and the eye of the storm, 
they were exactly where the Lord needed them to be. Locusts don't have a leader, but they move as one. You need to be united with the body of Christ. I know, you know, in jest, we joked with all those, you know, the mean comments earlier. But actually, a lot of that does go on the body of Christ. It needs to stop. Okay, we're going to spend all eternity with, the with each other, people. You might as well start liking each other now. And lizards. You do not expect to find a lizard in a palace. But by the will of God, that's where you'll end up. You'll end up in governmental positions or positions of leadership. Or like Logan said in his example, you'll be the manager. Um, you, God will elevate you into places you do not feel ready for. Places you feel you haven't been trained for. But places that he knows you have to be. So like Joseph became prime minister of Egypt and David became the king of Israel. Um, Abram lived in the land of Ur. He was told to take a walk. <laughs> he ended up in what is probably the most fundamentally significant nation in the history of the earth. That of Israel. So look to these four animals and let them teach you about wisdom purpose and destiny amen all right logan uh would you like to add anything uh, yeah um i think just the the big overarching section is just how um how wisdom is so much better than might um because like you think of all these creatures they're not big creatures amen. ants are very small um you can easily step on them and they're crushed and dead um, as the rock badgers are not terribly big things. And if you, you know, um, we have like cousins that are called like groundhogs or whatever that live around and, you know, they're pretty easy to kill if you bash them around a little bit. Um, then you locusts are really small as are, as are lizards. Like all those things are stuff, um, that could easily be killed because they're small and they're little and they're not very strong. Um, and I think a lot of times in our society, we praise or laud those people who are strong or who are the animals that are strong. So think of elephants or lions, um, or think of strong people like Dwayne, the rock Johnson, or those kind of people who are the mightiest of us. And we laud them as they're the best, they're the, the coolest, the, the wisest, but in reality, might does not equal wisdom. In fact, a lot of times, like the Bible saying here, the mm. littlest things are the wisest things. Um, the, the the littlest, the, the people who wow. aren't strong or aren't very powerful, they have to be smart. They have to think their way out of things or figure out ways to do things that aren't, um, aren't just easily given to them. Um, so I think one of the most impressive things that I always find in the world is when people work hard for things. They aren't given things too often in life. People are just given things or given opportunities and they don't have to work for them because of whatever their parents name is or whatever. Um, but as we, as Christians should be earning our opportunities and making sure other people have the opportunity to learn things and not just giving, giving free stuff to, to people who probably don't deserve it. Um, because you can go throughout all of history and find people who were mighty and looked good, 
Um, I think of Saul as the um, the first person I think of when I think of mighty and strong and tall. Um, but he didn't have wisdom like David did. And that's why David ended up replacing him um, down the line. So the key and most important thing that I would say to get out of this passage is be wise. Be wise with your life. Be um, be reading the Bible, getting wisdom from the Bible, um, finding family members who will help you wisdom, finding other Christians who will help you with wisdom. Um, and that that's one of the things I really enjoy about my friendship with Brendan is he is very wise and helps me see things that I wouldn't normally see. And so that's, that's what we have friends for and people who know the Lord and Savior. Um, so be wise. Don't always try to be the mightiest or strongest or best, but be the wisest. Think, think things through. Um, so, uh, with that, Brendan, do you have anything you want to close us out with this, this week? Yeah. I'll just end off with a, with a short prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord God, for this time we spent together for the laughs, the joy of your Holy Spirit for peace at a time when others are losing their minds. God, we just pray that for everyone watching this, that the Holy Spirit fruit of peace, love, kindness, gentleness, self-control, joy, perseverance, and faithfulness would be ignited within them and empower them to finish this week out triumphantly and that they would choose wisdom in all circumstances in which they're faced with animosity, anger, hatred, in which they're despised, that they would choose wisdom, they would see themselves the ant, the badger, the locust, and the lizard. And for each of the skills with which you ascribed them in Proverbs 30, that they would see beyond the moment that they're in. They would see then all things, you're working behind the scenes, working together for their goods, because you love them. And that they will charge forth into their purpose and their destiny when you give them the green light to do so. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen. So thank you so much for listening. Again, you'll, there'll be the link below to get a hold of us. And that's Elhawa at six, uh, Elhawa 62 at WGU.edu. Um, so have your, have your all selves a good rest this week. Again, be wise. Um, don't be mighty. And uh, we will see, you'll hear from us shortly. So have a good week and goodbye.